0: Welcome to Spaghetti Launchers, a whirlwind podcast where you throw spaghetti at the wall and it's up to you what sticks. Now consider this the start of season two of Spaghetti Launchers. Based on your feedback and our own, we're shifting the format of the show slightly. Each month we'll be doing a mini series of interconnected episodes that enable us to dig deeper and get those noodles at the bottom of the bowl where the best stuff can be found. We'll start the month with a high level survey episode on a broader topic and then we'll take one of our noodles from that to discuss the following week. We'll take one of the week two noodles and discuss that in week three, and one of the week three noodles to discuss in week four. Then we'll restart the following month with a new survey. We hope you enjoy this change and do keep sharing your feedback with us. We appreciate it. Without any further ado, I'm Kyle. I guess I'm Ethan. And let's get started with this month's survey, education without a classroom.
1: Can we have class outside?
0: All right. So obviously, if we're talking about education, the main thing is going to be magic schools hogwarts the school for gifted youngsters xavier school for gifted youngsters yeah from x-men these are obvious things that exist in camp half blood
1: isn't that from uh percy jackson
0: i never heard Percy jackson so i don't I know haven't either. but you can take those and you can put those in the trash we ain't doing that today yo owl ain't coming nope so we're gonna talk about how do you educate a society how could you educate a society in a world Without having formal classroom education, beatings will continue until morale improves. Yes, the first idea that came to that comes to my mind when I'm talking about this, thinking about this, is take the notion of a gap year of go find yourself. Yeah, go travel the world, learn, explore. Mm -hmm. Take that and make that the entire education system. Hmm. So, starting at what age? Let's say twelve. Okay. So up until then, it's like general, like you learn a around town you know it might be that or if it's in a traditional fantasy
1: you know like in fantasy land agrarian society maybe you're helping on the font fa- on the family yeah. farm or if you're in the city maybe you're helping run a store or a shop child or labor. yeah child labor we can hold in space... children with the original form of social security
0: man we can come back to what happens prior to this but i'm going with from the moment that it it happens when every age makes sense that it's you're sent out in the world and you're just supposed to learn and you aren't allowed to come home hmm. for let's say 3 years okay maybe it's maybe it's you you can come home once every few months but otherwise you need to be gone what if there's some major high holiday uh, yeah. and you just come home
1: once a year for that high holiday yeah
0: basically just be like you are go- you take like the college experience mm-hmm. of the traditional american college experience of you're just gone, and you might come home at Christmas, and you might come home a little bit in the summer, depending on what it is. But you're, like, gone, and then you come in for the high holiday, and otherwise and and you're you, gone. you are off somewhere else. And it's up to you where you are. You decide what you do at that time. Hmm. And the whole society is, like, in, like, it's not like you're the one kid doing a gap year. Right. Everybody's aware that there are just, like, teenagers Roaming around, trying to grow and learn, so that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely terrifying, which creates interesting the shit out of me, like <laughs> just a fucking horde of teenagers descending upon a little village. youths, oh, the youths would be everywhere, but it's like, okay, I'm gonna go to the nearby village. And I am really curious about how the river works. And there's like a, there's a water mill in the river. And I've always been curious what's going on with this. I'm going to go over there. And I'm going to ask the guy who operates the the mill, how did how that works. And I'm going to, hmm. I'm going to work for him. I'm going to be an apprentice for him. Hmm. And people kind of just roam around. And there's like an understanding of almost like everybody's in, like, it's just internships. Yeah. And everybody gives out internships to everybody for no reason. They're just like sure. I'll help this kid grow because it's my civic duty. Is it coordinated in that? Like,
1: are you? Do you, do parents negotiate? Sort of like you know, no. like you have international students or like a, you know, a foreign exchange students, where like all right,
0: we're trading kids, basically. No, no, I don't think so. I think it should be on the kid. It's Your idea. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. No fair. In my in my version of it, it's that there is a societal understanding. It's not a, it's not a negotiation, it's a mm. like society wide. Everybody knows this is what you do and it's not a huge society, so it's you know, this is like a fantasy world where like population is not huge. Right. So everybody just kind of accepts that and it's uh, and, it might be a lot that parents are more inclined to help a kid coming in. Mm. And then so you you build relationships because and, and then it might be like there's a negotiation but it's more of a family connection because it could be oh my dad went yeah. to this village when he was being educated and he's friends with uh with barrett the baker right and barrett is is willing to help me out barrett's now in his 70s but he's willing to give me a job too and then yeah. and then maybe he'll connect me to some people around there so then you kind of have that like that linkage mm-hmm. but then it's kids self-directing to a degree of i'm going to go to this place and learn this and then oh i met an interesting guy who passed through he he lives in the in the the main city and he he apparently has a job in the castle. Yeah. And I'm curious what the king does. Can I maybe go... Be a squire. Can I go do that? Right. And then, or serve a knight team or something. Right. Like, And maybe it's harder to get in there, but right. then it's also really educational. So you kind of learn by... It's experiential learning everywhere, and it's this free-floating nature of it, and then it makes sure that... And it really increases the amount of understanding and social connective tissue in the Between society, the society yeah. because everybody's got a bit more skin in the game you don't cr- you basically take away like the the and maybe you don't even you don't even have a king maybe in that scenario because the, the connective tissue is so strong it's like clans and tribes merely
1: you leading could. Stuff. I think you could still have a king in that scenario because I do I, I'm, I'm getting inspired by um, I think it was an attack of the clones Padme talks about like joining the political core or something when she Mm -hmm. was young or a young teenager. Yeah. And so I do think that you could have what I'm envisioning actually is I love the idea of it being town to town. Mm -hmm. I think this model could also do really well with in, in two potential ways. One is just an idea that I is just for saying, and the other one I want to dig more into. Okay. So one is like, take a, take a hunger games approach and by that i mean where every town has a town-wide specialty like this is oh. bakersville this <laughs> is forge field yeah. this is a fortune in a field That's- cloth city right like something like that right where you're just every town just has a, a city spe- made out of tents yes exactly but like you but you could do that and- yeah
0: and then you really create the it's like a hub of everybody goes to this industry town because right. they, they do that so you go to this city to learn this skill and because every every one of the cities has value because right. they're all doing different professions and correct. different skills that, that contribute to the greater society and because there's this there's this interconnectivity of people moving around and yep. learning from all of them everybody's cool with all of them correct you don't you don't get that like rivalry of like well we're the real like we're really what matters right and you're like no i've been over there i know what they do they're all cool and what they do is really important right and you you create a good honor common understanding, yeah Yeah, that could work
1: i think that could work i think what i think what also might be really cool let's combine that idea with what we've talked about before let's bring in guilds where kids are learning when they go out they're not going to towns They are going to guilds to learn armor smithing. They Mm -hmm. are going to learn thievery. So they're becoming apprentices? I'm not imagining them as being apprentices. I do have thought. I do have a bowl of noodles on apprentices drawn from Jedi and Sith. But I'm imagining it being more like a cohort model where if this is done societally, Right. I worked in college admissions for four years you would still have classes coming in at different times and so i see it as being guilds maybe formed by accepting in these groups of children and then putting them through a series of i don't want to say tests because that sounds too formally academic but they are they they are giving them almost tasks to complete that the children have to negotiate themselves mm-hmm. based on their own Skills, so it could be depending on which guild you join,
0: very high risk. Yeah, so it, it could be as simple as if you join a thespians guild and they say write and perform a play, right? Then you're like, that's pretty low stakes. It's you know, and it's and it's pretty intuitive, Or right. Or it could be uh, craft a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to operate the forge. You need to on your own. You, yeah, you have to like you have to learn all the skills, the requisite skills, independently, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it might. Be just be through observation of sure. watch people doing it. You know right. they're not they're not locking you out. No 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 no. But it's not but they're like, not helping you. Yeah, I mean, or, or, or maybe they do, but but not in a way that's formalized. Just like you have to go like you and it. I'm thinking so much about this society really emphasizing initiative. Mm. And like if you take the initiative to ask a Smith what he's doing like hey can you can you explain this to me then he'll he'll respond he won't ignore you got it but he won't do like a he won't hold like he won't volunteer to hold a class right it'll be more of you have to, it's up to you to go ask for help yeah so it's sort of
1: like a group apprenticeship or maybe it's something like it it there's i'm i'm imagining there being some mechanism of like group led learning yeah. right like group self-directed learning at a cohort level i'm into this idea of the cohort thing Mm -hmm. so one of the interesting historical precedents for this is the spartanagogi where you were as part of it children were sent out into the world yeah but they were grouped into cohorts basically and given tasks to you know there was still some element of like greek style learning socratic method learning but a lot of it was also very physical very survival based and and it was groups of kids sort of learning to do this on their own real Mm -hmm. groups of young boys learning to do this on their own yeah and i think there's some interplay there but i'm also imagining in a fantasy world like imagine you're this one kid who's gone out who cannot either cannot decide what they want to do for whatever reason. reason they are rejected Mm -hmm. from all the major guilds, like maybe they try over and over again, and they just keep getting kicked out of cohort after cohort after cohort, right? Yeah. And then they're approached by the assassins.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's like, and then they're approached by, or they're approached by the thieves guild. So then it's like the the more unsavory people they start recruiting uh-huh. from those who are, um, ill tempered. Yeah, or who are struggling to find themselves. Yeah. Which, like, there is some analogous stuff of that in the real world too like Mm -hmm. people who are struggling in like the teenage years might be recruited by a gang or might be recruited like by the the military military. yeah (laughs) (laughs) military it's like oh yeah like oh you really like fighting and you're kind of good at it come on (laughs) but yeah i I think that works pretty well i like that um i'm yeah so that's that's my sauce on that bowl of noodles so I was thinking about well, – while you were saying that, I was thinking about um, – and I I referenced this before, the book The Ember Blade, which I don't love, but mm-hmm. it, had, it had an interesting world-building situation with a culture where you had to kind of go out and do your own rumspringa of go out there and conquer yeah. and come home with like – and like tell people what your conquests were. Tell like how many people did you kill, like how many – mostly just how many people did you kill and like you have to sure. bring back skulls to be like i killed this many people but if it and, that's fucking cool but you like you were that's only really cool man. but but you were only allowed to come home and i i'm I, it's off the top of my head i don't remember if it's too true. you were allowed to come home if you got to a certain threshold like you you, you had to achieve a certain and i think it could be like you, you had to if you set a goal you were you had to complete that goal before you came back or it was like you have to kill a certain number of people before you can come home Whatever it might be. Yeah. But so it could be in this version that you set out and you leave in on like a rumspringa and you have to decide what you want to do for your life before you come back. So Does it have to be for your life or does it just have to be for that rumspringa? What do you mean? So, I mean, like you say, decided I mean, your because
1: career. You're, you're well, you're 12 okay Great. well like, I'm your aging brains you aren't fully formed. yeah yeah I'm I'm
0: I'm going with like maybe now you're like you're, you're 14, I really 15. wanted to be
1: a power ranger when I was 12 like I mean, still I, could I be. still it still could happen
0: but. okay I'm saying you're like 15 maybe now like okay. you're a little bit older but kind of in that like the cohort system of like oh like you're being rejected you can't find anything that the dregs of will take you but in this situation take it and make it more that it's on you to decide what you want to do and mm-hmm. if you and an indecision becoming a real burden for some yeah and then it's and then you could introduce what do we think? a vacuum. No. Okay. So then maybe you have the people who are indecisive or who take the full amount of time for the Rumspringa hmm. become like a whole different sect of society. Interesting. And in that I mean they never return. Because they never decided, and then they find each other in this kind of like jack of all trades approach to life of this very um, open-ended bohemian life. Very much, um, it's like the t- the tinkers from um, Wheel of Time, those, yeah. like kind of the wandering caravan, the Bohemians mm-hmm. who are like, we mm-hmm. we don't know what we want to do. We just want to live our life, and we're going to be free. And you have those people who just kind of went out in the Rum Spring and never returned. And then they they like start their own world. It's like an informal. Yeah, no, I think
1: that's great. And you could flavor that world any way you wanted. It It could be a traveling caravan. It could be the Shire, where people are like just very content to live on their own, in a very simplistic life. Very simplistic, very chill life. Do you choose capitalism or do you
0: decline capitalism?
1: Well, you could also, it could also just be a place where it's it's it it it, it yeah okay i i got no more sauce <laughs> that, that jar is empty <laughs> all
0: right yeah, fair enough yeah and i i I don't know if there's much more on no it. but i, I think
1: know. no but i i like that idea and i lo- i i love in that i love basically what i'm interested in here is what is if you do that what happens if you cannot find your place if you cannot yeah. find your place in a cohort do you then end up getting recruited by the Assassin's Guild or the Thieves Guild, or do you end up joining the Wanderers?
0: Yeah,
1: right. Mm-hmm. As part of this, and they are just out. Like I love the jack of all trades element where they're all good and have some experience in some stuff, and it's more of a collective knowledge rather than an individual. Right. It's it's yeah. still that cohort. They're still a cohort. Yeah. It's just. At a broader scale,
0: or maybe yeah. a smaller scale, but if there
1: are fewer that can't,
0: you get to the point where it's like I. I think you'd end up with a lot of people who are like the, and I mean this lovingly for I because I I can be like this too is like the pretentious intellectual types who are like oh we've seen the world we've traveled like we know a lot about a lot of stuff but, you know, mm-hmm. but what's your practical skills you know, oh I have zero and like none I'm like okay uh and yeah. I, I think you get a lot of those people
1: well and I think that's an important. I think you stumbled on something because I was thinking about as we were preparing for this, um, that clip from Attack of the Clones when Obi... Apparently, I'm referencing Attack of the Clones a lot today. Weird. Yeah, very odd. Um, But I love when Obi-Wan goes to meet his friend, his contact on Coruscant, who's a chef. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, can you help me identify this dart? And the guy goes on the rant about, I thought you Jedi would have appreciated the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important... Thing to think about in this world, right? Yeah. Because education is supposed to sort of cover both, right? It's not yeah.
0: just direct knowledge transfer; it's also becoming a little bit more wise and self-aware and understanding how and the world socially works. acclimated, yeah. Right? So, it's, which is a very important point we should probably come back to at some point—the social acclimation, parking net completely. And and I do want to come back to that because
1: as I was thinking about this, there are lots of ways to think about knowledge transfer in a Fictional world. Like, let's just take very simple magic, right? You have, let's say, you can channel the spirits of experts to teach you things. You can have telepathy and directly transfer all of your knowledge on a particular topic to another person if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. You have maybe there is a living library that you walk into it and it just talks to you and tells you about everything you want to know, right? Start getting. Crazy, with your like, like let your brain go nuts here, right? Very similarly, in a sci-fi world, The Matrix did it beautifully when, um, in the first one, when Trinity calls in, she's like, "Hey, I need to learn how to fly this TK four two one helicopter," and Tank just uploads all of the information directly into her brain. She's like, "Okay, cool, let's go," and right, like, so there's a difference though between knowledge, direct knowledge. And you can, if you want to talk about knowledge transfer, do that. We covered a lot of them actually in our episode on um, information transfer in the mail. Yeah. We covered several of them. So if we're talking about that wisdom, though,
0: that's a little bit more interesting. I think so. But I also, as we were talking, I had an idea. Uh Uh-oh. And we just like focus on the knowledge transfer thing and i don't know there's much more to say on it than what i'm going to say but i was thinking about um james a. james a. Castor has a joke that uh, knowledge shared is knowledge halved um hmm. and i was like oh what if it is that it is information transfer you do a and let's, let's combine a couple elements of rum springer type thing you have to go out and find people and you have to you have to ingratiate yourself with somebody enough that they're willing to transfer their knowledge to you Hmm. And it removed because it, it costs them their knowledge. So it's like elderly are, are passing on their knowledge to the next generation. Oh, literally, they are pulling the knowledge out of their brain yes. and gifting it to you. Gifting it to you. And it could be that they're having it, it could be that yep. it's all of it is going. Yep. However you want to frame it. But it's so it's you have to build personal connections. Uh-huh. So it, and it's getting that wisdom to know how to work with people, the social acclimation. You, you get all that. And it's you have to convince somebody you, you, or, or not even convince. you, you have to be, you have to, someone has to like you enough to transfer. And it could be that you just have a friend who just wants to transfer knowledge to you because you're just cool. And you don't even want to do anything with that, but they don't know who else. They don't think anyone else is worth their knowledge. So they're like, uh, like, Oh, I'm a master chef. I don't like anybody else. Really. I kind of just like you. I know you don't like grouchy. cooking. Yeah. But like, I'm going to give you my knowledge because I I'm I'm done and I don't know who else to give it to you and so I'll just give it to you or and then that person could be like well I'm a I just am try I've been pursuing uh smithing and mm-hmm. I've just gotten the knowledge from a master smith now I'm a master smith smith and a master chef well that's weird
1: not really they both involve time temperature yeah metal, yeah, yeah. Fa- sharp fair enough knives, but hot metal
0: in this world where it's like you
1: pretty much just get one and then you're good But it's like, oh, you you get multiple. Well, and that... So one quick mechanical question there. Keeping with the chef, right? Like, a lot in cooking is experience and and muscle memory. Does that mean if I get knowledge... Do you get muscle memory? Do I get the muscle memory? I don't know. Right? Think about... And I'm thinking about in Marvel, they have Taskmaster, who has... Their superpower is... Craig Davies? (laughs) Uh-huh. Is uh, photographic reflexes. So if they see something done, they can replicate it immediately. Oh, does it work like that? Where like if I get the knowledge from a chef, then I have the same exact. My arm can do the same knife yeah, skills and question. the same shopping, right? Like I know physically how to flip the pancake and, and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's an interesting question. We that to I anybody think else. To figure magically, out. that would be very cool. Yeah, I think I think that would be cool. But it also be cool if it if it was just like you know. All of the stuff, but you, you, you now have to practice. So, two, this opens up
1: the door into a very cool world where knowledge is currency. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Love it. Like, literally, knowledge is power because knowledge is money. Yeah. And so, instead of trading goods, like, you still could have some good trade or some medium of exchange, but but knowledge is really the thing that you're,
0: you're going after. It's a secondary... Uh uh it it's a parallel economy to yeah. a, like you have material goods and then you have knowledge right. as a parallel currency that is valued very differently right and it's a little bit it, it's traded more rarely mm-hmm. but it's really valuable but it is doable there's there's mm, a sci- that's cool.
1: there's a sci-fi movie that came out in 2011 i want to say starring Justin Timberlake weirdly i think okay. it was called Timekeepers though but it was i think i remember that Years of Life were used as currency yeah i remember this movie, and i remember being really excited about it coming out and then i came back from living abroad and i was like i'm gonna go see timekeepers and people are like it is such a waste of a cool potential yeah. idea <laughs> and i ended up not seeing it but that's a va- it happens but you could do that particularly if it were a skill a if you could transfer the muscle memory to do it yeah right so let's say imagine the military applications of that you find your achilles the achilles of your world yeah the greatest warrior who did build up their own skills over time
0: yeah they, they were incredibly skilled but then their knowledge gets transferred to their heir yeah their knowledge and their
1: muscle memory and their and the muscle memory now you would still need the physical capacity to do it you would still need to be in as good shape you couldn't just take it to someone who wasn't in physical shape and expect
0: them to be able to leap
1: as far even if their form was perfect
0: and then this creates an interesting dynamic of you often have like the relic the powerful artifact that people are seeking yeah the powerful artifact is is this knowledge that it's you know, and you can you can materialize it in a way like 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 what they did with Harry Potter, was like mm-hmm. you take a like from hair or, or the way.
1: or the nodes that they did in Westworld, whatever those those
0: core spheres were. Yeah, something that is like like you have transferred the knowledge to this thing, and mm-hmm. it is it is the mechanism that will then transfer it to the next person. So that is now lost in the world. and you have the Achilles uh, muscle memory and skill mm-hmm. sitting somewhere and everybody's trying to find it every military is searching for it right adventures are, are, are searching for it. it's the most powerful magic item because it's like a, it's yep. an in the D terms it's an immediate level up You're, you become a, a level 20 fighter if mm-hmm. you find this right just instantly because it's that he's that good mm-hmm. and then you have like the one rando that does find it but then you can also apply that to anything you, you, you could take it you could have it be military people you could have it could be skilled fighting it but it can also be a genius inventor mm-hmm. who went off the grid and nobody knows where he went, mm-hmm. but he was a genius and now we all have to find his fucking body because we want his memories. We want his knowledge. And and you when you find all
1: sets Tesla backwards. No. Um I'm talking about Nikolai.
0: Okay, here, cool. Not Khan. Cool. Good, 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 good. So
1: yeah. No. So when and when you find All Set's keep right uh-huh. where he lived
0: inside is this one perfect crackling with electricity sphere like i'm just imagining the prestige when he goes and meets tech that's, that's, what like, I'm, that's yeah. What I'm, yeah prestige and is and such it's a david good movie. Bowie. yeah it's oh Bowie, it was david it? Bowie? wasn't yeah. it oh that's a great fucking movie yeah
1: under i didn't get it i don't think i like fully got it at the time i also went to see it with an ex. to it was a terrible relationship so that might have colored it mm-hmm. but
0: it is it is underrated oh absolutely i think it's uh, like i I saw it was a thing because of oppenheimer they were like rating they were took all the chris nolan movies and like here's the metacritic and everyone was like wait the prestige was hard underrated that movie's great everybody agreed no one's watched the prestige and gone bad movie yeah it's always like that's a good movie and
1: i think didn't tom york of radiohead do the score I i don't know i don't know i don't know if it was hans again it doesn't
0: matter I think this works well because of what you said of like in this situation, it is you do get the muscle memory mm-hmm. like the, because of like with the fighter, like the Achilles thing. I think if it's just the, or raw, the painter or the opera or the opera
1: singer. Yeah. The...
0: But then if it's if it's the raw knowledge, it does simplify the, the economics a little, a little bit because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm imagining you have like um like a workshop or like if, I'm thinking very much like a sweatshop vibe um, of like mm-hmm. people just so they're like fervently flipping through books. You know, like mm-hmm. I've got to, I've got to memorize information. So and then they sell that. They're like, I read fifteen oh, books and now I can sell the knowledge of those fifteen books to somebody for pretty cheap. That's really cool. So you like yeah. taking it to the, the lower level taking it to just, Mm -hmm. like, here's the... Because I always, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, man, I wish you just didn't have to go to school. I wish you could just show up on the first day and they just, like, zap the info in your brain and then you're done for the year. The Matrix, and then you watch The Matrix. I never saw The Matrix until I was, like, in high school. Uh, So, um, but just taking that and then making an economic Uh. thing and saying, you go to a bookstore, and Mm -hmm. they sell books. Mm -hmm. But for more money, you can buy the knowledge of that book. And that is why Cliff is the smartest dude who's cliff
1: doesn't matter you've got his notes
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate you <laughs> that was good that was a weird dad joke that's uh, uncharacteristic of you to do a dad joke well eh, that's not true. are you kidding me you don't do as many as some people that is not true i do yeah. you know me at all no
1: who are you clearly not i'm kyle i'm ethan and this is spaghetti lunch <laughs> This is launching spaghetters. <laughs> <laughs> Launchers, brigaders. <for> <laughs> We're fine. Please send help. How are you? We're all fine Thank here you. now. Thank, Thank you. you. How, How are, are you? you?
0: <laughs> okay, so the basic level economy of mm-hmm. people selling this information, and, and it could also be people selling just simple knowledge and memories. Then that does solve the knowledge base of education. Right. And
1: now wisdom. And now getting into wisdom is the harder part. That's where like the cohort, because the, uh, you know, getting back to what we talked about earlier, cohort sort of forces you to do that wisdom, particularly if you take on this, you have to convince someone to take you on almost like, you know, I've heard we have a lot of friends that work at Deloitte. You have to sort of network your way onto projects I've heard or at other consulting firms. That's how you get on them. So I I like that kind of forced yeah.
0: socialization element of it well, that's what i was trying to get it with like you have to convince someone to give you your knowledge exactly similar thing of you have to convince people yeah you, you and then so you have to have social awareness right tact right you have and, to
1: learn and you have to learn it if you don't have it yeah i love apprenticeship programs um and you mentioned them earlier when we were talking about guilds but mm-hmm. i want to take it a little bit farther and push it a little bit farther into fantasy land okay I've got a bowl of noodles about a similar vibe at, you know, anywhere from 12 to 16 years old. You leave home, mm-hmm. and then you are brought before it, it, for for ease's sake, I'm going to go with this is a militaristic society. Okay. Okay. It, it could apply to anything else, but for ease, I want to go for a militaristic society just yep. cuz that's ahead. where my brain goes. You are brought before panels of knights and warriors, and you, instead of going to formal school, everyone, every single person is paired with a knight. Very similar to, if you think about, you know, like rookie cops getting paired with veteran partners Mm -hmm. for their training, right? There is a police academy. I'm ignoring that part of it, right? So are they. Huh. Kyle and I are about to fist bump. Because <laughs> that was funny. Um, the, but where you are taught knowledge and skill alongside wisdom at the same time from this night. Where it is a mass scale apprenticeship program. Okay. So that is the education system. Where you are brought through and over everything that you, your ability to move in advance throughout this society depends on how well you are taught and trained through your experiential learning with this knight. Okay. So then two questions. That's why I was stuck with the militaristic society because it's just, it's easier for me yeah. to think Jedi, Padawan, Sith Lord, Sith Apprentice, whatever.
0: So two questions. One, how many knights are there that? to children or to like kids and apprentices or whatever. Like, what's the ratio? Yeah, what's the ratio? Because that's going to be important to make sure there's enough people to match. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, does that mean that one knight might have four apprentices because of different different ages? And then the second question is, what is the motivation for the knights? What's the incentive for them to take it seriously and to do it well? And is there a benefit if they do it well
1: to them? So in because I'm drawing off of Star Wars a lot, one of the criteria for ascending to the rank of Jedi Master was to train a, a, a an apprentice all the way through to them becoming a Jedi Knight. So okay. your ability to progress in this society depends on your charge's ability to advance. Okay. That's sort of what made... Qui-Gon interesting right was he kind of shirked a lot of that shit he's like I'm gonna do whatever I want to do anyway yeah Um, okay so so I think that's maybe one part of it there could be financial rewards it could also be a I think it wouldn't be hard to rely on patriotism pride ego that sort of
0: thing to drive yeah I, I think you I think, could sort of do that. I'm thinking about like, I think it really descends into madness and chaos if it's, um, say, if a knight recruits a new apprentice and they, it's like they're accruing um, bannermen mm. and that they could have, it's so they want to do it well because they want to in, enhance their own power mm-hmm. in a militaristic society that's going to be like strength through military might. Mm-hmm. That you apprentice people, you make them knights, you make them effective mm-hmm. because they become your bannermen. Mm-hmm. And then you have a bigger army of bannermen. And then you get to a point of like... And suddenly uh,
1: lineage becomes very
0: important because there's
1: like the quote-unquote a grandmaster. Yeah. That but, could call on his
0: entire line. Yeah. And then you get into also like people going to the big dog. And you get into like, you get into like sports issues of well, like see, where people go to the good sports teams because they win and because they can pay more and like there's more on offer and then you mm-hmm. end up with these huge powerhouses and then a bunch of smaller people who are or smaller teams or in like low level dynasties that have nothing really. So
1: then maybe it's not a you are selected. Maybe
0: you are paired.
1: Maybe there is some sort of lottery. Somebody's pairing you. There is or or it's a it's a sort of Hogwarts. Fuck, I can't believe I just did that, but there's some sort of sorting like where there is yeah. some you There's, know I think everyone a, picks a up, everyone picks up a pebble and then it glows or changes shape, and you have to find the you know like, oh I've got the triangle, you've got the triangle, that means we're paired,
0: yeah, because you pick a blind draw of, right, yeah, um you know everybody uh, we have a bunch of pebbles with numbers on them mm-hmm. uh draw draw them blindly out of this bag and then you'll go to the the corresponding number night yeah, and then you're like, okay, well yeah th- that's th- it. Th- you add that randomness. would that would
1: help because you're right like the the potential for manipulation is
0: very high there yeah and the the power uh accruing mm-hmm. um the stockpile the snowball effect yeah the snowball effect to be bad it's very real and yeah. whoever's in charge of this society so this militaristic society i'm assuming there's let, let's say there's the grand marshal mm-hmm. is in charge they're probably going to want to make sure that they're keeping it evenly distributed so that n- none of their lieutenants have enough power. They want to make sure they keep it flat enough. So yeah. they're probably going to create a system that's as random as possible right. so that they don't put their fingers on on the scales of anybody so everybody mm-hmm. can just kind of chill. That solves a
1: little bit of the motivation factor because suddenly you're not being driven by, you know, it, it is more about raising up everyone equally. Yeah. Right? because then Is it that, becomes less about you and then and it's your success and it's more about like yes i might be a very good trainer
0: and then maybe you just get into that back to the original thing about to be promoted you need to train yeah. effectively yeah. and yeah maybe yeah
1: but see and now i'm getting into and this was something i was thinking about a little bit dead seriously um on my walk over you and i have both had very good bosses we both had very bad bosses Mm -hmm. management and leadership and education is a distinct skill set yes in and of itself yeah so let's put aside this this kind of mass scale apprenticeship thing right just for a moment just put a peg in the pin in it for a moment Breaking this down, how do you solve that problem? If you do not have a place where everyone goes to be taught, right? How do you guarantee by people that are trained and that are good at this specific thing? How do you ensure that everyone's gonna get the same experience, right? Because you don't. It's hard.
0: Oh, you do, I, I think you just straight up don't. You just don't. You, you. I mean, because then you introduce, and this is like an issue when people try to bring in like modern psychological understandings yeah. like into a fantasy world. into like a fantasy world where it's like well yeah like child rearing is going to be really inconsistent and maybe bad like yeah, right. yeah. people aren't considering like the complexities of human existence in a fantasy world so maybe they are just like maybe it is just a well that's that was your destiny you were destined to be paired with this person or to get right. this level of education or it's on you to 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 bounce back or whatever or it's you know they probably internalize it or spin it or they don't even don't even think about the fact that it's inequality and in how they're being educated and they just yeah. assume oh well this, this kid must just be dumber right than the other kid but it's like no no this kid had a really bad mentor and right. this one had a really good mentor right they they aren't thinking about no, it no and, and that's i i keep going back to star wars but that is the whole <laughs> But
1: that, I mean, there they're a good example in this. It's, it's a great it's example of, the, of
0: the, the Padawan system.
1: Well, the Padawan system, but also I I forget who it was. It might have been Filoni or maybe it was even George Lucas who has said that if Qui-Gon had trained Anakin, would not have fallen to the dark side hmm. versus Obi-Wan because he was, well, he was different. Yeah. Well, he,
0: he actually like seemed to give a shit about Anakin too.
1: About other human beings. That was kind of his whole shtick, right? Yeah. Everyone's on this. Oh, Obi-Wan was good. I'm like, Obi-Wan fucked everything up yeah. that's
0: my head cans. like all of this is obi-wan's fault all of it to a degree all of it, all of it is darth maul's fault because he killed qui-gon spoiler i
1: don't want to put blame on darth maul number one because he's cool number two he was actually good at his job <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't want to be mad at the evil guy because he was good at he being evil. He was good at his
1: job. That's what he was sent there to do was to <laughs> yeah. kill Jedi. You know what he did? He killed, killed Jedi. Jedi.
0: Uh, yeah, he killed the Jedi Master. So, uh-huh.
1: and thus setting it up for Palpatine to take control over Anakin later down the line. So, yeah. he did a good job. He did his job. He did it well.
0: Yeah. Mall for president. Mm, no, <laughs> but uh, I hear you. Well, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but anyway, th- this this does get back to the point, though. I wanted because I I think about this a lot. I brought up bosses for a very specific reason, uh-huh. because corporations and businesses do have to think about how do you create a flat level of or how do you how do you flatten the education level as much as possible to guarantee consistency. And you have to do it without a lot of formal classroom-based learning. So that's why L&D programs are so invested in online. What programs? Learning and development. Uh, Programs in corporate world are so focused on thinking about online trainings. They are looking at buddy systems. They are discussing the benefits of on-the-job training of rotational programs to make sure that their people are well-rounded and all guaranteed at least some sort of range of acceptable skill set because it is not it removes the subjectiveness of the of the trainer or the master or the boss that they were paired with
0: yeah when um, as you were talking about the rotation is also an interesting notion and like we talked about a little bit with like the rotation that's up to you but if it was Mm -hmm. more of like in your town the school that exists is like there's one teacher whose job is to be an education professional and they just uh, they like manage the rotations just to rotate kids around like you spend two weeks with the forge master and then you spend two weeks with the the thatcher and yeah and then it might be like you you spend two weeks doing nothing just reflecting and like come in and Mm. chat with me like, like i'll have one person with me at the schoolhouse at any given time just kind of like chatting about stuff and mm-hmm. just like seeing how what my job is or whatever and like right. learning about that management side of things mm-hmm. and it's just rotating all these kids around at the same time and then at all, and all of them being like in the same cohort of, of all the ages yeah so then it's like oh like there are kids who are 10 and there's kids who's eight who are 18 all kind of doing this together yeah. and you just like well the forge master has a 10 year old and a 17 year old at the same time and like got to give them different tasks or whatever i don't know but like coming back to er the earlier version like you can bring the rotational piece in there
1: yeah and it's a it it, that would be very cool because then it is a and if you wanted to get magical about it you could do some sort of this is your predestined order like your your order you know there's i'm thinking about i'm video gamifying it for a second Mm -hmm. think back to skyrim where you've got all these different skill trees Mm mm-hmm And so your individualized order is how you bounce around. You know, do you learn one-handed and then light armor or one-handed and then heavy armor, right? Like that's – you could play with it being a very personalized order assuming some consistency in teachers.
0: Okay. Noodles. I'm going to take – you were just saying – the concept of destiny, do, and so? a little bit of like the Sorting Hat stuff, but not really. Mm-hmm. Of okay, every kid, you get to the age of ten, whatever. You you have to do some ritual, and there's like there's like a sacred place that everyone goes to to do this ritual, which tells you it tells you the first step you you're supposed to take. That will get you to where you need to go in your life. It will tell you what your de- like your destiny. Just says the first step is you go to this village and you'll figure it out. Yeah. Your Charmander, your Bulbasaur, your Squirtle. Yeah, and so, but you don't pick it. No, you don't pick it. Got it. And you don't know what is next. All you know because and this is a, this is a system where there's there's destiny. It is a real thing. They know or they believe it and it will all work out whatever it is whatever happens is what is what's supposed to happen i'm supposed to go to thromby next door mm-hmm. the nearby village and when i get there and maybe it's i go there and i and i ask the the tavern keeper i know i, I know i i go and i meet with the tavern keeper in thromby and i will find my de- that will put me on the path to my destiny and you don't know what comes from that and then it kind of justifies everything but it just kind of tells the kid what direction to go to get to get started and the education is supposed to take care of itself because they believe in the destiny of whatever this is so they don't question it they don't they chalk it up and say like, well that's just that was destiny you're supposed to do that i have sauce
1: for that bowl okay. cuz i think that's very cool it's a doorway oh you just appear somewhere It's a standing doorway and you open the door and it opens, for each person, it okay. opens up into a different room. All right. And that's how you start your journey. And you walk in and maybe you're in a mill. Yeah. Or you're in a farm. Brothel. Or a brothel. Or a... Assassins. Assassin's (laughs) It could be literally. That is fascinating. Or pop. Or or you walk through and you're in a tree and then suddenly in a treehouse with evil (laughs) druids. Yeah, it's wherever you. But every show up. Every step is determined by you going back through this door and it's like a series of doors. It could also just be a starting point. You seem confused by that.
0: No, I'm thinking about it. I think. And it's called the the ritual is called the first step. Okay, I like that. I like the notion of it being one door, one time, one door, one time,
1: and then it just goes from there.
0: Yeah, and it's up, and then it's it's basically telling you, it's dropping you into the deep end and saying, "This is where you're supposed to be." You don't know why, right? You were just like you just, and it because then it creates interesting open interpretations because sometimes it might be clear, if, like right. if, if you walk through the door and all of a sudden you're in a forge, You're like, well, I'm probably supposed to, I guess, get a job at the forge or become a like, but if it's if you end up in a tree and there's nobody there, right? Why the fuck are you in the forest? What am I supposed to do? And then and then it's. And for the story potential, the story potential becomes pretty pretty large if you open it, opens up, and you're in front of the throne. This is just the first step? This is starting you? On your journey. On your journey? Yeah. Where is the starting point? And if it's in an odd location, if you open it and you're underwater, mm. you're like, why the fuck am I underwater? All right. This well, sucks. This sucks. I don't like this. You open it, and let's break in a concept from earlier, you open it, and you are in front of... You like you have now found Achilles' skills, oh yeah, his knowledge you have you open the door and you are dropped into an, a tomb in the middle of nowhere, yeah, and you just you see this and you pick it up, and it's the start of like a heroic journey or whatever yeah. of like you you've just now become the most wanted man in the world, right um you know that it creates interesting story potential of just of it, it's a good end of a first act of a story, yeah is leading up to doing this like walking through the door and then. The, the story ha- starts the second act of where did he where did you wind up and what kind of chaos has it created and that's why i like brought up like the whole you end up in front of the throne and uh-huh. like the king is sitting at the throne and it's like wait what the fuck why are you in because from the king's perspective you just appeared there you just teleported there right well, like he knows that, like because you're a kid he's like oh shit <laughs> is this kid gonna usurp me right like is, is this- he my heir or is he gonna kill me is is he my bastard child right is, is he supposed to be my squire <laughs> what is his deal <laughs> but like the opportunities of from a story perspective of where you wound up i think are they are limitless yeah they're limitless. it's the whole point is
1: that it's a, but i'm imagining now there's a you, you said a killer i'm imagining a knight on a horse like riding into combat mid mid war mid battle uh-huh. and then there's a there's a poof and then suddenly there's this 12 year old kid <laughs> The back of his horse with him. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you God damn it?
0: Like I, I don't have time for this. I like that he uh he poofs in front of the guy in like in midair and just clotheslines <laughs> yeah. the knight off of the off of his horse and he's right. just and he loses the battle because he's like <laughs> the horse runs off. He's like,
1: Fuck right, right. But then suddenly maybe like the horse gets eaten by a giant wolf. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, well this kid saved me yeah. and so I take him on as my apprentice. Right. And it yeah, starts. He is my whole... squire and uh we will go from there. Right because this knight's journey not he was just
0: following it but their destiny was to meet at that point yeah because it in yeah that's interesting notion of if you if you have destiny for when you're a kid you also have destiny for when people interact when kids come into your life later Mm -hmm. on of why is this young person now in crossing my path i'm destined for that and then you add this like these layers of interpreting other people's destinies yeah you said something about the knight has to figure out why the
1: kid is here that is much more interesting because it emphasizes that education does not stop ever you are supposed to be learning continuously and it immediately takes me to i think it's the end of season two it's whenever ted lasso and it's ted lasso and it's when nate is yelling at ted or he's angry at ted yeah and ted goes to him and goes okay what's up nate what do i have to learn here yeah that's a great fucking moment of empathy and a brilliant scene Brilliant scene. But also that imagine a culture so. about that where like the knight gets clotheslined by this kid mm-hmm. and he's left sitting there, you know, and he's looking at this fifteen year old girl. Yeah. He's like, oh god, what do I have to learn here?
0: Yeah. What 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 is this about? What am I supposed to like? What, I'm not what? I'm not just teaching them, they're teaching okay right you see what i'm saying like yeah, and yeah this
1: this breaks education not only outside the bounds of the classroom but also we think of education as typically something for young kids and then when you get older yeah. you don't want to learn things in the same way okay
0: new noodles on this okay so say in this society once a year maybe every two years yeah let's say two years Two years is a good rotation of something every two years you're supposed to go there's a sacred site or like a the town square or wherever everyone meets in one common area yeah and there's some ritual pairs you up with somebody new hmm. who who you're supposed to basically become you're supposed to learn from this person and you have 2 years to like to develop something to and maybe it's that you change job no not not change jobs because you want to have expertise but it's like i'm just trying to think magical of like magical wife swap <laughs> Not a wipe swap. A <laughs> no. uh, it's like a professional networking thing, but like um, it's like I was just thinking. My God, the icebreakers. Yeah, but but it's not icebreaker because it's magically linked. So it's bringing the destiny thing in. Is that it could be that everybody puts their hand into a pool and they pull out their hand, and then there's like a they can see like a faint magic link between their hand and the Ooh. hand of somebody else, and it's how they know that for this period there is something that they because it, it will never pair people who have similar knowledge it will try to pair you with somebody who you who you have something to learn with yeah. this magic this the, yeah. the pool of knowledge or whatever it is pool of knowledge is great yeah it wants it wants to maximize efficiency of learning so it wants to maximize how much you can gain by knowing somebody yeah so it's going to pair you with somebody who's very different than you or or, or know something that you you really need to know now and then you become friends with them. You you create a relationship. Maybe you become rivals. It could be yeah. anything. You, well, how much do you learn by being challenged by somebody? Yeah, a lot, a lot. So it's, however it's put like, and and maybe it's that you get paired and there's something you're supposed to do as like a ritual from that. And may or maybe it is like think of it like um big icebreaker event of. Now on that day, it's it's like a festival. It's a big deal. It's a whole hall. Ho- it's a ho- high holiday or whatever. You take your your new linked the threat the the threading the, the threading. threading the linking the linking. I don't know whatever you oh. call it. But you you take your new link, and then you both go like on that evening. You're supposed to just get to know each other. You're supposed to chat. You're supposed to have uh drinks together. Every uh, wine is flowing. You're supposed to have like a big party that night where you're really supposed to get to know this person specifically mm-hmm. and learn from them. See what it is you're like. You probably have to learn from them, and then kind of set. It, and then you're supposed to kind of set it up for the next few years of what you're going to do.
1: This could also work for the master apprenticeship thing too. Yeah. If you wanted to, I mean, like there, there's there's a I love that mechanism. I love the linking. I love that it's time bound. Yeah. Because I'm also imagining. So in this world, I want to keep, I I I love what you had talked about, about destiny being real and linking destiny with education and knowledge and enlightenment. Yeah. So in my mind, in this world, whatever deity, God, goddess, whatever spirit of knowledge is also the spirit of destiny. Enlightenment comes from knowing your destiny, accepting your destiny, embracing, right? Like there are threads of this at two years you have to go maybe it's just the reverse you go back to the pool you both dip your hands in if you have successfully learned what you were destined to learn Ooh. you come up and there it, is it's no linked. chain
0: it, the, the link is gone
1: but if you come back up it's another two years yeah because you it, haven't learned
0: y- you didn't learn it you yet. didn't you have no idea what it is you're supposed to learn and it's and that that creates a a, a good incentive because it's one of the issues could be the people dismissing it and saying, "I right. don't care right, but if it is if you're watching other people because if you can see the knowledge that's being gained by other people is legitimately helping them and they're advancing in life and society mm-hmm. and whatever and if you're if you are failing to break a link for any reason on a cycle, then the onus like it's one maybe it's shameful mm. that if 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 you have to redo it once, it's like oh." Yeah, dummies like they really fucked that up uh if it's a second time people are like oh that's a real yeah something's it, wrong that's a, it that's shame on a, on they, a... they're not doing like that. they're not trying they're not putting in the effort they're ignoring the lesson something like that and so then you kind of create a you create more incentive to make sure that people take it seriously you could also tell a really interesting story
1: in this world about two people that get linked and they fall in love.
0: I assume a lot of people have been linked and fallen in love. I and that's what you're supposed to too. learn. You're supposed to learn. Maybe that's every But
1: That's p- the thing. Maybe for most people, right? Let's just say you were supposed to learn how to love, right? Like, and you come in and, and the chain is broken, but you still are bound together, mm-hmm. right? Like you're in love, you get married, whatever. But what if this, you know, you fall head over your heels in love with this person and it's not broken. And maybe the whole point is that you have to learn something right like and you're just sort of left like i'm not supposed to be here in this way with this person i haven't learned this thing
0: you're supposed to learn how to move on right yeah exactly you you have to break up with them right
1: that's what you haven't learned yet
0: yeah oh that's that's fucked up yeah but like it, it could also be that say you you get linked with somebody you were previously linked with and You're like hmm. we are. What we, are we did this already? But it's like you have learned other things separately, and now now it's decided the most efficient way for you to learn is to get back with the person who you have a rapport with, who learned a lot that yeah. you need to know too. So yeah. you're just going to share that information essentially. Yeah, like that could be interesting. The what if multiple people get linked? It's not just two. You pull up and like four people are linked, or three people are linked, or something, and then you create attention of what the fuck's that about could That's be interesting i could, like that could be that somebody mm, okay say there's the most learned person the that like is the the person in charge they're like the the old sage the old wise one who manages the pool who is like um kind of like the master of ceremonies or whatever they they are beyond learning at this point. They have learned all that, all, all that they can. They never get linked mm. with anybody when mm-hmm. they dip in. And then all of a sudden they get linked. Mm-hmm. And then with like this kid who's like five and everyone's like, wait, what? And then it's me like, Oh, this yeah. kid's going to take over. He's been picked. Oh, he, he's being picked I to see. be the next. You lost
1: me. Then you found me.
0: Yeah. He's like, he's the next grand professor or whatever. Right. It's uh, we talked about this w- w- with the burned of like you mm-hmm. know, what is the ritual that you choose the new holy one mm-hmm. like the new holy one is chosen because it's the one person who, who will ever get linked to the guy in charge is the guy who's supposed to take on that job
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah done yeah and, and and they will be linked until that person dies yeah they, that link cannot be broken and they only be
1: oh i don't know about that actually Because in my head, again, and I'm thinking about this, you know, education as both experience, learning wisdom, and knowledge, knowledge transfer, right? Mm -hmm. I'm imagining that the, the, for simplicity's sake, we're going to call him the Grand Sage, uh, became the Grand Sage by effectively being linked with everybody at some point over time. And just has eventually, like, almost gone through the batting order. Until they've learned everything they can from somebody else, and they've sort of emerged as the grand sage. Uh, okay, so then it's um. So it's maybe that the the person. So the last person that this sage links with, before they die, it's almost like evidence of reincarnation or like designation. Like if they die within the two year period.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like okay. I, see what you're getting there. at, and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna try and restate it. I, I think in the way that you're trying to say is so to be so the grand sage So, okay. So this kid gets, ma- gets matched with the grand sage Sage hasn't matched with anybody in a long time. Right. Because he's done learning. Right. Because they've matched. It's the clear indication that this kid is going to be the next sage. Right. So for the, and after that, that two year cycle, it's been denoted. He's, mm-hmm. he's taking over. And then, so everybody knows, and he is then getting paired with everybody in that society. And once he's done, then he will no longer match with anybody yeah and in or that like once in, he's and in reached that time, the
1: grand sage level of knowledge
0: or well once the grand sage dies he'll take over no matter what everybody right. knows he's taking over but he will but he will have to do it with the knowledge that he is not yet of the position right. until he no longer links
1: and that's very cool because it also means that every grand sage is going to be very different potentially they're not mm-hmm. going to be the same
0: yeah because they're learning from different people right and who are different ages born and they at learn different f- times and they might learn for a different things. amount of time too right so that's because it could be that the grand sage is um all of a sudden another like um like a 40 year old man matches with the grand sage right and it's he has been learning so much and his he's like unlocked his own potential Mm -hmm. to be the grand sage Mm -hmm. whereas previously he would not have been but the pool has had determined now he's capable Mm -hmm. so it's normally going to be a young person Mm -hmm. who they they see that potential and they say this will be him yeah but it could be like but it could be like the curveball of it's a it's a very old man as well if another old man or like or just like a just some random i think it's more interesting if it's like a 30 or 40 year old where it's like kind of in the middle ground where you're like really
1: that one Hmm. but i also think you could incorporate some element again of destiny of saying like this is the leader we need now so but but they're not in charge of society they're just in charge of the learning Right, but what does that mean that we have to learn based on who this person is? Because mm. character is different from education, right? I, I think— Your knowledge, your experience does not is not the same as how you'd apply it, right?
0: I think that the character of the Grand Sage isn't as important to the society because it's, it's the pool of knowledge has, has indicated this person— should be the one that oversees its existence mostly and then maybe their their characters a slight reflection on some, mm-hmm. and like they can they can imbue some of that information to the people mm-hmm. but it's less important in my mind what they are about because the individuals are supposed to be learning with whoever their link is mm-hmm. the grand sage is just kind of He's doing a job now. Mm-hmm. He's 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 managing the pool, making sure the pool is safe and secure. And maybe there's some upkeep that does require a lot of knowledge in the pool. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. When that's that's it, up to you. That's ham. We, yeah, we, we, we wave work. that. Wave that. Yeah.
1: But no, I, I see your point there. I, I, I think, I think we can take it
0: either way. Yeah. I think we've probably gone too far on the – I think
1: we've, we've, we have
0: – We've we finished that bowl. we finished we've the bowl. Had, we've that's had our cannolis. Bo- we've had dessert. Yeah, that's the end of that bowl. Damn good bowl, though. I think that's the end of all of our noodles for today. What stuck for you?
1: I am a big
0: Master Apprentice. Mm-hmm. I just,
1: I you, I, you love them. I love them. I just think they're great. Uh, I just think they're neat. Um, but for me, the the real one that stuck was knowledge based economy.
0: Yeah, w- without a doubt. I think that probably stuck the most for me. I really love the Achilles thing. I, I, I think that was such yeah. a, that was such a cool idea of. A Kiwi's is like where you're talking about like the muscle memory being also part of that knowledge transfer of um, knowledge is never lost from a society. It's just transferred to somebody else. Yeah. And
1: it'd be an interesting metaphor for reincar or allegory for reincarnation too. right? Yeah. Well, and just like the idea
0: of like artifact in a world being Somebody's skills, yeah, that are just actively there. Like it's yeah. not like you have to hold a thing to have the skills. You mm-hmm. just get the skills. I think that's really cool, and I love the, like the Kiwis one in particular. I just thought there's something so cool about. Well, that. And it's
1: that moment in um the Born Identity when he's fall he fall in the beginning when he falls asleep on the park uh-huh. at night and the police wake him up and then he starts speaking German and then one of them tries to hit him and he stops it. He catches the club, yeah, and beats the shit out of them and knocks him unconscious and then goes. What just happened? (laughs) Like, But that's that muscle memory thing. Yeah, yeah. Like Like muscle memory matters. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, well, that's what stuck for us. Next episode, we're going to dive deeper into something out of this episode. I feel like it's probably pretty clear it'll be about the knowledge-based economy. So cool. But uh, from that, we will keep digging further and we'll find something in the next week's episode to dig further in. And we'll keep going until we've gotten, uh, I think, to the end of a very big box of noodles yeah word word still let us know what stuck for you thanks for listening good see you next week